Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And what a blessing it is to be with you today. What a blessing it is. I've been doing a little bit of studying over here in the book of Proverbs, and, and God's really been speaking to my heart. And so I want to I give you a little bit of wisdom the way that I, I understand what God is trying to get us to understand. If there's ever been a time that we need the wisdom of the Lord and walk out of this, this revelation of fear and, and animosity and strife and everywhere you turn, we're seeing situations and circumstances. But I want you to go with me to Proverbs chapter 3, verse 11. It says, My son, do not despise the chastising of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father, the son in whom he delights. Now we see here, and the first thing we think is God's punishing us. God is, this word chastising is a word that is a Hebrew word that means to train. In other words, God's allowing situations into our life that are going to teach us to trust Him. You know, God doesn't put sickness on us. He doesn't break us. He doesn't take us through poverty. He is he is trying to speak revelation to us to bring us to a place of where we can operate in the Spirit by the revelation of who Jesus Christ is and walk in that revelation. That's the fullness of what God's trying to do in us. That's the revelation God's trying to do in us. And that's what He's trying to take us to. You know, I love my son, but I don't beat him. I love my son, but I want to correct him. I want to teach him and train him ahead of time so that he doesn't make these, these bad decisions. So do not detest the correction of the Lord. You know, the Bible said when, when we detest or, or resent correction, we are stubborn or rebellious. And it's the same as witchcraft. we got to understand, for the Lord loves me because he, he corrects me just as a father. That means he trains me. Now, the Bible said in verse 3, 13, Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. For wisdom proceeds, proceeds are better than the profits of silver and her gain than fine gold. Which she, which is wisdom, is more precious than rubies, and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. The length of her days, talking about wisdom, is her right hand, and in her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways, wisdom, are ways of pleasantness, and all her path, wisdom, paths are peace. She, wisdom, is a tree of life to those who hold a hold of her, and happy are all who retain her. In other words, you get wisdom. The enemy comes in immediately to try to take that wisdom away from you. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit. What is wisdom, Pastor? Well, wisdom is the ability to discern the differences in situations and to discern the differences in people. It is not a gift that you can tell what's wrong with everybody, but it's to discern the differences in people so that you can understand and recognize what gifts this person has, what person gifts this person has, and we don't just focus on the negativity in their life, but we focus on the things because happy is the man who finds wisdom. Wisdom is the ability to use knowledge correctly. So as I'm beginning you say, well pastor, where am I going to get this wisdom to how to be a better husband? From the Bible. Where are we going to get this wisdom to be a better father? From the Bible. He tells us exactly what we need to be to be a, a father, a godly father. You know, we teach our children how to play ball. We teach our, children, our daughters how to cheerlead. We teach them how to all these important things, but we leave out the most important thing, which is life. How do we live life? Children need to be taught how to live life. How do we live life? Through Christ Jesus, the hope 
hope of glory. They don't live life through religion. They don't live life through denomination. They live life through revelation knowledge of Jesus Christ and His Word. This Word is the most powerful force on the earth. John 17, 17 says the Word of God is truth. We need to bind this Word around our neck. Let not mercy and truth forsake us. Let's stand on the Word of God regardless. You know, I hear people talk all the time and they're talking about well, this runs in my family, and this runs in my family, and this runs in my family. And, and I know all that's true. I believe in genetics. I believe in things that are hereditary. I believe in all that. But I also believe that the Word of God, He said, I'm the author and the finisher of faith. What I've started in you, I'm going to bring to completion. The things that I've started in your life, I'm going to bring to completion. We need to find our purpose in life and stand in that purpose and begin to speak that revelation over and over and over in our lives. Just because somebody's 75 doesn't mean they got to throw up their hands and quit. Continue to live. Continue to stretch. Continue to be everything that God intended for you to be. Don't talk old. Talk revelation. Talk young. You may be perishing on the outside, but the inside is being renewed over and over and over and over. The length of your days and long life and peace will be added to you. If you'll do what? If you'll keep His Word, put His Word first place in your life and watch how your life begins to develop. Watch how your life begins to manifest. That's the guidance of wisdom. That is what it means to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Look to Him. Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. Because if you have wisdom, you can make right decisions. There's worldly wisdom and there's spiritual wisdom. The, you got to have some worldly wisdom, but you also got to understand the spiritual wisdom. And the spiritual wisdom is what brings revelation. That's the beauty of grace.